stuff coming up recently too and it, it probably blamed Teddy on this one about early early UFO conti- contactees being racist because so many of the early contactees it was everyone was white or blonde haired or blue eyes or you know of this Aryan race well George let's see uh, George Hunt Williamson again he was one of the there were several witnesses in the desert when George Adamski wandered off and uh, they said something passed overhead, some kind of craft or something like that. Supposedly, the scout ship came down at some distance, and George Adamski spoke to uh, Orthon in the desert with long, flowing hair and uh, wonderful uh, Space Brother ideas. But uh, Williamson, later on, he uh, I have a book by his that, him that uh, some people said are kind of anti-Semitic, and I remember skimming through it, and I didn't pick it up. But he was closely associated with a guy, I cannot remember his name, that guy was an anti-Semite. He opposed uh, Roosevelt during the war, World War II, and they actually threw him in prison for a while. Wow. Pretty unsavory character. He channeled a bunch of stuff, too, you know. He's wow. got a book uh, called Golden Scripts, or something like that. So, yeah, there's, uh, you know, when you get into this stuff, uh, there's a lot of uh, kind of shady stuff. And yes, I don't remember uh, too many of the uh, descriptions of the other planets as being terribly multicultural. Right, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. There's no dark skin beings. <laughs> although, although green, in, green skin. And George Adamski wrote a, in quotes, fictional book called Pioneers from Space. And that kind of became a template for his second book called Inside the Spaceships, which was supposed to be a real book. Uh, I can tell you how his first book came about. But in that second book, he's on Mars, and I think he talks about how there's a group of Martians that uh, kind of fit the role of African Americans. No huh. kidding. <laughs> Bizarre. I mean, it's the craziest most horribly written book on the planet but you read. <laughs> now his first book according to Ray Palmer now this is back to that I referred to the uh, the Shaver Mystery uh, yeah. interview uh, great stuff man you gotta gotta listen to it uh, Long John Nebel talking to Ray Palmer the editor of Amazing Stories and uh, then later Fate Magazine started Fate Magazine and and the infamous Richard Shaver who had been imprisoned by the Darrows uh uh, uh, Long John Nebel asked him. He said, "Well, uh, Ray, what do you? I'm going to segue here a bit. What, what do you think about uh, some of the contactees?" So he's talking about George Adamski. He said that George Adamski sent him a manuscript back in the uh, uh, early on when he took over Amazing Stories. The story was about Jesus coming to Earth in a rocket ship what? in the desert and it. having a conversation with a gentleman. That's way cooler. You, you oh, I would certainly worship yep. Rocket I'm Jesus. All, I'm all about Rocket Jesus. <laughs> well, you change the rocket, rocket ship Jesus. to a Venusian scout ship yep. and Jesus to Orthon. If you want to reinvent, yeah, you want to bring like the people back again, like do Rocket Jesus. We'll do a musical, be a Broadway play. Cruising for your sins, definitely. Yep. Yep. Cruising for your sins. Is that what you? (laughs) 
plus an old-time researcher named Ray Stanford, who I actually saw speak at the 1976 MUFON Symposium in Ann Arbor, Michigan, 10 years after the swamp gas fiasco. Dr. Hynek was there also. Oh, yeah. But Ray Stanford had all the scoop on the, uh, he knew Adamski. He and his brother knew George Adamski when they were kids. And it's a long story, but he did say that that classic Venusian scout ship photograph, that great photograph with the ball landing gear and the portholes and everything, he said that was part of a lamp the Adamskis brought with them. Oh, my from God. I have, no! I have that video. <laughs> so he really? This, this, this is the still. This is the, he did do some videos as well. There's a video. But, but uh, so the, the, the contactees are fascinating. But I will confess to one thing. I will pick up a, a book on the, by, about this beautiful Space Brothers sometimes and suspend my disbelief and just imagine what it would be like to have in beautiful encounters with the, the peace, love, and brotherhood uh, uh, extraterrestrials from other planets. Well, I think everyone loves that idea still. It's a nice idea. It is. It's something that it's touches really, something. And, and Steve, I think, I think you grew up a little more with that idea. Like, it wasn't all just doom and gloom, you know, UFOs coming to destroy the planet, you know, Hollywood. When when I was, when they started with the swamp gas stuff, March of 66, it was all over the TV. And there was a guy named, uh, uh, it was one of these afternoon movie shows out of, it was out of Canada, you know, Channel 9, right? CKLW. Uh, Bill Kennedy, a has-been actor, would show movies. Well, he would have these these uh, guests on at the same time sometimes. And he had a lady named Edna Spencer from the local branch of the Aetherius Society. Ooh. The Aetherius Society started, started in England. Mm. George King uh, channeled Master Aetherius. But this lady was on there talking about the beautiful Space Brothers. And at that time, I was totally in enthralled because I had no idea <laughs> of the difference between contactees and the serious researchers, of course. But, uh, yeah, and then I, I would go to the, I went to the local public library in Ferndale, Michigan, and grabbed every last book I could find on UFOs. And back then, to copy a picture uh, on the photocopy machine, this is 1960, what, six, seven uh, prices. It cost a quarter. Oh, my God, that's You make expensive. a negative. And then you had to turn it over and make the positive from the negative. Oh no! So it was fifty cents Just to get re- a picture. Handwrite that stuff. That's how. That's how damn oh. crazy about the stuff I was. Do we want cake? Well, yeah, we're gonna get cake soon. But I want to ask Tim one more thing. All right, yeah. Tim, what are your thoughts about Ted Serios? Do oh, you have question. any? Do you have any thoughts <laughs> about Ted Serios? Because I don't know how much you've researched him. I haven't. Okay. I saw him interviewed what? a couple of times. What? I'm old enough. In person? I'm old enough to have seen this shit. Holy you know. cool. What? <laughs> and he had his, his, sort of his handler on there with him. He was on the Mike Douglas show. What's the Mike Douglas show? Oh, good Lord. That was a, uh, an afternoon show about 4.30, about an hour and a half. You know, it was just one of these uh, pleasant talk shows at the time. On the radio or TV? TV. Okay. They, they weren't screaming about politics okay. and, and throwing bricks at each other. Okay. You know? And uh, he, uh, I saw some, I have his, was his original book, uh, where he was supposed to have uh, uh, somehow projected yeah, images yeah. onto film. Yep. And uh, I, don't, I don't know if uh, he could do that on digital cameras or not. I, I got the impression that... Uh, he may have been legitimate, but like so many of these guys, he uh, was caught faking at one point. Sure. You know, you can't keep it going. No, that's so, the problem. Uh, Even if you have this ability, like, if you're expected to be... It, and we were just talking about it, this earlier like, with mediums. It's like Woodrow Derenberger, the guy that supposedly contacted Indrid Cold in the midst of all the Mothman stuff going on. Uh, it seems like he had a real initial experience. 
uh, a couple other people had similar experiences that were remained anonymous that John Keel got a hold of. Yet later on, there's no question that he embellished some of his experiences when he wrote his book. So it's just a strange paradox between some of the stuff seems to be real, some of it some of it's very trickster-like. We haven't talked about that much, oh. but oh God, there's yeah. that, that trickster element that seems to creep in. And probably, Tim has, has experienced much of that with the ITC stuff. Yeah, have you, Tim? Of course. Um, you know, like I said, reiterating a point from earlier, you don't know who or what you're talking with. So we've had instances where I will do a group reading usually at a con or something like that um not your typical paracon but like smaller events historical societies where you know 20 to 40 people and i turn on a box and i try to put them in touch with their loved ones and quite frequently voices from the other side come through claiming to be bobby let's say and then in a voice that sounds like a bobby so you'll see a woman in the front row start crying saying that's my son so i will Ask her specifically to say, okay, if this is Bobby, ask him something only he would know. And then you usually wind up with nothing. Hmm. Yeah. And it also on investigations, it comes through where, you know, you get somebody's deceased father or mother or grandparent come through. And then a spe- very specific question would be asked like, hey, you were in the RAF. What was your division? And it would be a wrong answer or no answer at all. So, once again, we don't know who or what we're talking with, and we don't even know if they have our best interests in mind. Right. Yeah. No, that seems right. <laughs> you don't know what the hell's on the other side of whatever your, your device you're using. You really don't. I mean, well, hell, even your cell phone right app. Now. Nobody knows. I mean, I hate to sound negative, but... I'd love a voice to just appear right now. Just no, that's that's someone goes back right, and Scott. listens and they hear it. And we we really you know the we really don't know. No, we don't. And, and when and when if you get somebody get, gets a little bit too puffed up and says they do know about certain things, then <laughs> it's time, time to yeah. go to go. Well, I've been all that long. We don't even we'll be here no two hours. That's our standard that. exactly. box. Yeah, <laughs> you're no. And there's no experts. Just I, I experience. Yeah, yep. and yeah, and that that that's key right there. I mean, and I of course I'm. I mean, personally, I'm going to spend. I mean, I'm going to gravitate towards someone who has experience. I'm going to look at them in a different regard when they have more experience. But am I going to call them an expert? Oh, hell no. Hell no. Absolutely not. Every time that somebody refers to me as expert, I always gently correct them. I can't even tell you how many podcasts, radio shows, and conferences I've been listed as an expert, and I say specialist. Yeah, I, yeah, specialist is a good term. Yeah, no, specialist I mean, but, but there's spe- nothing wrong, though. I don't mean to interrupt you. There's nothing wrong with being an expert in your knowledge of like let's say like history like rosemary ellen guiley was often called an expert in things like paranormal expert oh my god she wrote encyclopedias yeah like i would say you are an expert in itc history right in the knowledge of the past i could agree with that i can agree with that and i think people in our field in the paranormal world the supernatural can be experts when it comes to the history and the stuff that's already been documented, but coming trying to say like what exactly causes these things, no. Exactly. But, that's but that the big being question. Said, I will say that we have advanced somewhat. Where where I remember uh, seeing an old TV special 
uh, Jim and Coral Lorenzen. Ah, yeah, Remember yeah, the, yeah. APRO, the Aerial yep. Phenomena yep. Research Organization. Straight, they were the first ones to actually start talking about yeah. close encounters yeah, of the third they kind. they were serious. And, and NICAP, the, the General Kehoe, they, didn't yep. wanna, they, they thought that was too out there. They wanted to talk about lights in the sky all day. But the, he was on, Jim Lorenzen was on one of these shows in, I don't know, the 60s, maybe 70s. And he said, you know, back in the 50s, we really thought we were going to have the answer to all this yeah. within a few years. And here it was, <laughs> the late 60s, and now where we are, yeah. well beyond the millennium. 50 years later. And we still don't still have don't. a blanking idea. And, it, you know, but, as, go ahead, go ahead, Steve. But we know that there are patterns, there are parallels, there, there are things, uh, we talked earlier on to kind of make the circle, there are these connections, there are, we're talking about greys in haunted, uh, uh, you know, buildings. There's, yeah. there's, a, there's a classic case of Alan Godfrey, classic abduction case, he's a policeman in Todd Morton, England, 1980, he's having a classic abduction experience, and at one, he's going to have his unscheduled medical exam, unfortunately. <laughs> it, you notice how they never say, when you're done, hey, by the way, you might want to lay off the carbs. Right, you right. Can't go home and do Patient portal, you know. But anyway, he's destined for that. But he's under hypnosis, and all of a sudden he says, There's a bloody dog in here. A large black dog about the size of a German shepherd inside a spacecraft. Like shades, the classic, like black shuck? Exactly. Shades of the black shuck that haunted the, the old castle ruins of the moors of England. Uh, Maybe. I mean, who knows? Uh, the, the inspiration for the Hound of the Baskervilles. What's a bloody dog doing right? in ostensibly an extraterrestrial spacecraft? Or is something else going on? Mm. Was it a pet dog man? <laughs> oh, oh I want one. A baby dog man. Yeah. Baby dog man. Before it learns to walk upright. Oh. Uh, Scott, <laughs> Amber has issues. <laughs> Cake. Cake. We'll call it Kate. Yay! Happy 100th episode. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. Seriously, we could, we could seriously yeah, we're wrap it up. Um, we could talk for like hours. We could, we could go okay. pee well, and wanna... go have snacks and then talk and then come back and talk and have like a four hour show. But like, we can't do that. No, we can't. Because we have to go have cake and then just go talk amongst ourselves. Well, cake sounds Steve. good. But I want to thank you guys. For having us here at the hundredth episode, uh, of this yeah. no, thank pleasure, you guys. Man, both pleasure. of you guys drove. Steve, two hours. Tim, an hour. Like we With really beer. appreciate, it. and of course we 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 kind of had this set up. I know Tim for a while has said like we gotta have a powwow, let's have a powwow. Yeah, and I'm well, and I'm glad and, we, and we had got wanted to, to have way, yeah. our dear sweet John Tenney here, but he is in. Mount Washington with a Strange Escapes gig that and, he and has you know to what do. He's doing? he's doing that creepy thing with his eyebrow. Yeah, he always does that. You know why he does that? He says he does not like the way he looks when he smiles. <laughs> so he always does some bizarre little thing in a photo, and that is to prohibit him from smiling. See, I thought maybe they were going to have to develop a new zip code for his eyebrow. No. It's so funny. No. Uh, no, thank you. And Seriously. We, Todd Tim. Clements is here in the house. Yeah, he didn't come down, though, but and I'm not upstairs, waiting for any longer. And Marnie, he must have abducted Marnie. I'm sure they're on the patio, like, talking, so. Yeah. We lost no, Marnie. seriously, Tim, Steve, thank you guys so much. Yeah, you guys drove so far to get here. Uh, we can't thank you enough to make this 100th episode we're doing here some, you know, special. And I'm glad you, uh, well, well, I had a great time. I yeah. You guys and I, I actually like, really enjoyed myself. So I just kind of sat back for this one. No, I feel like episodes I, I, you guys like were just, this. Everybody's just talking, so I'm like, I'm just going to chill here. This what? is the kind of episode, had, had, if I was a listener, and I didn't know all the stuff we were talking about, I would hear stuff that Tim says, and that Steve says, 
and be like, I gotta look all this up. Well, that's makes that's and, the fun of it. We try, yes. to, we try to be as clear as we can. Yeah, but, uh, but you still always have to, to you have to go it. dig deeper. Like yeah. if you don't know who George Adamski or Van Tassel or any of the Space Brothers or any of that kind of stuff, or uh, I, any ITC EVP Sarah Estep Crowley. Uh, and, and Crowley. Out, I mean everybody. John Keel's right. John Keel, all of everything, John Keel. Uh, all of John articles, Keel. everything. He, his thinking wasn't static. May so he be your Bible, but. Good stuff. Um, uh, all of that stuff is like just feed your brain. Yeah. And I'm going to say something again that I mentioned last time. I was got a little bit sentimental and slobbery, but uh, it was actually Ghostly Talk that inspired me. To, it was a long time ago, and anybody that knows me knows it takes me a long time to move off my tuchus and get something done. But, <laughs> it, was, but it was planted the seed because you guys uh, literally... Uh, lived a few suburbs to the east of me, and you were like the local kids making good. And they were talking <laughs> to cool people, fa- famous people, and local people that had something to say every bloody week. And I thought, oh, so man. when Scott and Doug were doing their first incarnation of the show, you were just living. You were in Metro Detroit. Uh, well, I think. Let's see. No, I think I had. Uh, uh, I had moved out to uh, the Battle Creek area. Oh, okay. But okay. I, I grew but up that's in still, Ferndale. still the area. And, uh, yeah. Still Ferndale's not too far. It wasn't too far no. from us. No, no, not at all. And uh, so it was just very, it was so much fun. And it's that first half hour, you know, that was because, you know, Scott would usually get on some kind of rant, you know. Not much changed now. <laughs> he, he, he was going back and forth, wasn't he, to the uh, west side of Michigan to see you? Yeah, And yeah. so he'd get caught in these bloody traffic jams. <laughs> You know, like I did tonight, and uh, you know we'd hear about his, but we'd also hear about you guys going to all these different uh, events, you know, that we couldn't go to. Yeah, and then you guys would also record the speech. Yeah, that was a big deal. So that was a huge deal. That was I mean, that was deal. so that was, good. That was just something we did too. I mean, we we would we go to those things, and our our idea was, hey, look, you're doing this conference. You need people to help you promote it. Why don't you know we come there and record all the speakers and just put it up on our site and put you know put the conference's name all over it so people know what you know it was just this thing we were doing and it became something really fun because we were documenting all these conferences we went to everywhere we went. It, it was a that. fun show. It was Sunday night, right? For yeah, Sunday. Night, Sunday night. Night. Yeah, Always yeah. something to look forward to, and you could download it. You guys had it set up because I had the old style Windows ninety eight that would normally take you know two and a half days to download anything. Right. But you had it set up so you could download. A lot quicker. I don't know the the, the technical. Yeah, you pretty much been like 16k MP3. It was like bottom right. barrels. I mean, it may, I mean, may, it, may it, not have been pristine sound quality. No, it was sure, but no. shit. Nobody cared. <laughs> not know. back that. Not not years ago. No one. We cared liked so it. Much. I remember Doug and I when we first started when we were trying to figure out like what we wanted to encode at because we were like, well, we could encode at 128 or so, you know, which would be 128 okay quality, right? Uh, but we listened to it like in 16 and 32K, and we're like, it kind of sounds like a cool old radio. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> that was our rationale for keep, well, keeping the file sizes small like that. Because, yeah. How it, many of the first shows were actually at that rate, though, <coughs> before you switched over and they sounded pretty crystal clear? Well, all, no. I mean, all of the stuff that we had on the website up to the very end was at 16K. Was it? Yeah. Right. I, I just remember being able oh. to download it really quickly, which I yeah, yeah. We, that Well, that was our thing because we were tech guys. So we were like, we want people to be able to get this media as quick and easy as possible. So we well, sacrificed quality, but I mean, we didn't consider it like you could. You could still hear everything very clear. We thought it sounded good. But, you, but know? you guys had big names, man. You had you were rubbing elbows with uh, with paranormal royalty, for crying out loud. 
There, there was some. There was some cool people on uh, back a lot in the, of the day. Ghost hunters in their early the, incarnation. No, there was Zach. They had Sky had Zach Baggins on uh, before. He yeah, was, yeah, you don't see me smiling about that. Whatever. But, I'm not going to He was very him. nice, though. He was he very was, nice. Yeah, he Scott very never nice. said anything bad about him being on the show. Super cool. Super cool guy. I mean, whatever um, he's become, that's his thing, but, you know, like, whatever. But, like, yeah, we were buddies with John Zaffis and, like, a lot of these people before they even got TV shows. And, you know, hey, say what you, John Zaffis has always been cool since he's always been very, yeah, He's always been good. Cool dude. And, and cool dude. It is what it is. Yep. It, it, the show is what it is and what it, what it was and what it is now. And I'm proud of it in both ways. I yep. don't care. And there was and a I, lot I of cool it. people that weren't on TV and that were still, great shows. You still have the old ar- archives available, right? They're all available. They're all there. I, I, listen, some of it, I, I have great memories of certain moments. There yeah. was a, a guy who was in a, in a band in church or something like that and he said something like uh, Jesus could kick your ass because there was some kind of weird activity going on and then all of a sudden a book flew across the room I, I wish remember I remember that? who the hell that was okay. <laughs> there was another one with some ladies I think from Oklahoma they were investigating an old really old house creepy old house and this one young lady was going through this old bathroom downstairs describing it, it could be, the bathroom gave you the creeps more than any disembodied spirits anyway I have I have all these great like little flashes of memory of the show and that's how good it was it lasts that long there's certain moments that are just and you also had uh, people that were not known at the time, yeah, I mean, regional lot, people yeah. that were doing good work. Yep. Well, the point the point of the show, and we'll close on this too, the point of the show has always been that up until this episode, all the way back to when we started, has always been, and it, it's not really, for me, with all the turbulence that we've been through and what's you know whatever's going to come down the road, it, this has never been a popularity contest for us. No, it's we been, can't win that because the influx of no, Carnival Podcasts no, 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 right you're, now. You're no, 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 that's not, no, I know, I know. I'm just go ahead. I'm saying what I'm saying is just I I, I want to talk and me and Doug back in the day and me and Amber now we we want to talk to interesting people. Yeah, and that's what I mean by popularity yeah, yeah, yeah. contest. I, I want to talk to interesting people. That's all I care about is talking to really interesting, cool yep. people. And if they may be a a, a, a high selling book, whatever you know, they they sell a lot of books. Great for them. If they don't, great for them. I want to hear their ideas. That's what's the most important thing. And, and that was my point is it's fun for us to talk to interesting people, to have people like Steve and Tim come yeah. here and yeah, have a cool out. conversation and record it for all time for other people to participate in and listen to in the future. And and what I meant by competition is that there are so many paranormal podcasts now. It is like the thing to do. But Anybody is a competition. No, 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 no. Not at all. It's fun for I us. Other people do. It's but fun for care. we will we can't compete with anybody. I mean, we can't compete with some of the stuff that's already out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we don't need to because we have our people that listen to our show. What is going well, on? They're out flicking there? the lights for okay. some reason. This is like the, the they want cake. Light. They want cake. Sure they're flicking the lights, or is there something? I don't know. I'm actually kind of freaked out now. Why no, are the lights flickering? They're creeping the, the lights. Stairs. I just saw okay. there's two apparitions right there. No, so, they, no. So the point is, is that we get to continue doing the show, talk to interesting people, do cool stuff. Um, half what what they're communicating with sign language. Well, Ta- what's the sign Ta- language? There's someone ringing the doorbell very aggressively. Shut up! What? That's creepy. What? Someone's ringing the doorbell aggressively. Okay, I'll is he dressed in black? It, do you think it's Brad? I don't know. I Neighbor don't know. Brad? Just keep going. Okay, we have a mystery here. Oh my god, we guys, we got a shaver mystery. What is going on? Should we keep talking or should we? Yeah, we'll uh, keep talking because this is going to be interesting. Let's just get ready. Just tell us where the back door is so we can right. escape. I don't know. Well, is, well uh, we're in the bunker. We'll hide. We'll shut the door. <laughs> if this is an axe murderer, we got or like that, a little can... bit of beer. 
this is all we got for 24 hours. Just just if, listen for thuds. Yeah. It's an axe yeah, murderer will thud. tell, tell how, how sorry we are that, uh, you know, we escaped, but they didn't. Yeah. No, I was saying, though, there was there's literally, like, anybody can, like, search Paranormal Podcast, and they're going to find a shit ton. And we haven't even uh, reached peak podcast yet. No. Not even close. No, I, I, no, you're right, Tim. Like, not even close. And I think in this realm of what's going on with the current podcast realm, all you can do is find the podcast that fits you because there are so many. And I think we fit an older set. I don't want to say like we're some kind of geriatric set. What is now? Okay, what's going on? What's the update? Oh, Marnie found the face hugger, alien face hugger plush. It's just, it's just an attention getting yeah. device. That's all. So I think like there's there's podcasts for twenty something year olds. There's podcasts for eighteen year olds. There's podcasts for thirty year olds. I think we are probably an elderly podcast. I think a lot of our listeners are are well into their thirties and up. <laughs> we um, all we all have gray in our yes, hair. Yes. Wait a minute. That's elderly. Yeah, okay. Well, no, no, no. Going to wheel me out of here. <laughs> <laughs> but I I think that we have an older listening group, and that is fine. I want people that. Because we're not going to sync with, like, 20-somethings. We've had, like, when we first started and we were more conversation, like, well, we're conversational now. But our first, like, I don't know, first year of coming back to the podcast, it was just drink beer, invite people over, and see what comes out of our mouths. And then after a while, we were like, yeah, we can't keep doing this. Like, I can't keep drinking and, and seeing what comes out of our mouth. And we have to have in- interesting people to talk to because... Amongst ourselves, like me and Scott, it's like, okay, we're kind of interesting, but like we can't keep talking to each other each week. We got to have like something else going on. So we started introducing like guests again and everything. So who was it? It was, oh, what the fuck? It's Doug. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> oh Doug oh my, God. my God. It's God. Doug. Hey, Doug, I'm sorry I didn't answer the door, but. Holy shit. It's Doug. <laughs> um. Okay, this is. Uh, yes? Sit down, uh, yeah, sit down at that uh, mic no, right there, Doug. Do you know where Doug, I met, Doug, know where Doug, I met take, Doug? No, take my can't. Don't take mine. Take mine. So no, I can. I, no, I have to pee and I have to move. Um, you get into mine. Get it. Get, get. I don't Holy suppose shit. I'll edit any of this no. stuff, but hey. No, I've never met so, Doug. It's Doug. Yeah, Amber, go pee. This is the. Uh, Just Joe go pee. Go away. Right now. Going to okay. Are we okay, so we, are we, we have multiple bathrooms in this this estate, so uh, so are we ah. recording or are we gonna cut this out? No, we're still going. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm listen, I met I met Doug part two back in two thousand and seven at Troy Taylor's Weird Winter. Absolutely. Frigid. And we had a nice conversation in the lobby. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I'm, sure you, I'm sure I'm ingrained in your memory, Doug. I'm of sure course. you, Of course. But uh, we just had a nice conversation a long time ago. Linda Godfrey was there. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And uh, I remember she the said that uh, when she, she was back. speaking and the Ghostly Talk crew, I heard about this later on, you guys were up in the balcony, I think, and all kinds of weird stuff was going there on. There was. It was really, really, really creepy up there. The some uh, sconce fell from. If, if of course the fabulous Bonnie were here, she could regale you with all the stories. <laughs> but yes, indeed, the um, uh, the sconce had fallen from the wall. I mean, there there was just it, there was like I think it was laughter or crying, one of the two, <laughs> from behind us. It was really creepy up yeah. there. Huh. After a while, well, once we figured out that. There wasn't anybody there to do these things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was really creepy. So before we go any further, I guess this uh, this deserves a little bit of an explanation. Uh, we kind of Joe's here also. Joe's standing in the doorway, just like a, like a Stetson model or something. Whatever you're doing, you can have a seat if you want. Joe, feel free. Um, 
I was going back and forth because he's kind of like your guy now. I try to text you and fuck off. I, I'm not even doing it anymore. I give up on you, Doug. Um, I read every time. But you don't fucking answer it, no, though. No, I'm really Jesus bad Christ. at it. So I just go through Joe now. And I, and I said, hey, I dude. You earlier what's that? I knew that we were going to surprise you. So I'm like, oh, so you're fucking with me. So, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I texted him a day or two ago and said, hey, man, you know, would 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 Doug be available Saturday? And I know we talked about. I was over. I visited you guys like last weekend or a week, couple weekends ago or something like that. And I said, "Hey, we're doing this thing. If you can make it out, blah blah blah." Um, and then I reached out to you, and we've been kind of going back and forth. I'm like, "Well, is he available for a phone call or something like that?" And I didn't hear back. So I'm like, "Fuck, fuck the both of them. I can care less. I don't, don't want to deal with these stupid, <laughs> stupid people anymore." And I heard it was the hundredth episode. This is our hundredth episode. As you know, back from 2016. So yeah, you guys heard a few minutes ago yeah, all this project three. Then <laughs> yeah, project three. Yes. Yeah, project three. So you guys heard all this melee a few minutes ago, and somebody's like, "There's somebody aggressively ringing the doorbell," and I don't know what the hell's I didn't going know on. How else to get an invitation? Well, I walk out. So how <laughs> <laughs> to phone call, asshole? I, out of that game. I couldn't figure out how to open up the game. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, they, yeah we're gonna break into. I got this place down like Fort Knox, or, I don't, yes. and I don't know what's going on. Like in our in our villa here on the winery, there's like cars everywhere on the street out there. there. Are. There's parties going on all over the street for some reason. So I came out because they're like. There's no. I open the door and there's nobody on the front porch. <laughs> and there's hundreds of cars. Like, okay, somebody wants, somebody wants to get beat up tonight. They're really bad. Lawns. They're yeah. yeah, yeah. And Todd, yeah, Todd ran up behind me and I'm like, who? who he, and he, Todd's like, well, I don't know whose Jeep this is. I'm like, oh, some random jerk off from another party parked in my driveway and they're about to get keyed all the way around their car a bunch of times. And then I hear, hey, and I'm here. I'm like, oh, it's him. It's Doug. And then, so, hey, no, it's cool to see you, dude. Wow, far out. No, thank you for coming by. So you guys were screwing with me. I yes. All right, absolutely. Nice job. It's it's what we do. <laughs> we <laughs> I, I can't believe. First of all, this setup is amazing. Yeah, the, you haven't the, been here. You haven't the been last here. time yeah. I was here was out in the main uh, area. Yeah, out here. Yeah, in the in but the, you moved it back into the studio area, the basement villa. Yeah, the the. Is that what you call it? The basement villa? It villa. totally rocks. Yeah, we we moved everything in here. Your and soundproofing is... There is no soundproofing. Don't I, bullshit anybody. It's not soundproofing. <laughs> it's it's the, the flags that you have um, hung from the walls. Yeah, well, it, makes it, it makes it comfortable. It does. It's, you know how you except that one Russian flag right there. <laughs> what Russian flag? <laughs> There's no Russian flag on these walls. <laughs> you know how you guys should end the episode? Scott and Doug should sing the original Ghostly oh, Talk song. Oh, my God. That would, that would kill somebody. I, I, no, we don't want anybody to die. As a that was actually, just kidding. Just kidding. That, that, was was actually Scott, that was a great song. Not though. this Scott, but a different Scott who, who did Scott that. Kern. Right. Scott Kern. Scott yeah. Kern. He's due, to, he's due to drop on here sometime and chat with us. Yeah, Scott Kern was the guy who did the original. And that was a trippy oh, thing. Oh, now we're going to start a trivia. Well, no, we're going to start going on. all yeah. nostalgic and weird and shit. Yeah. But no, that, but it's, it's, it was super cool. So I, I, remember, I do remember that vividly. Because Scott Kern was this dude that, I don't know, we just kind of got to know him through the show. He would just, I don't know, email us or we talked to him or something like that. And, no, I think we we did a commercial for him. We No, I forgot what we did. It don't matter. One day I opened up my email early in the morning at work and Scott Kern sent us an email and said, Hey, I recorded you guys a soundtrack or an a intro, a theme song right. for your show. And I'm like... Oh, 
okay. And I and I play it. I'm like, holy crap, this is really good. I mean, it, it was good. Yeah, about the right. haunted basement and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he it, nailed it. It set yeah. the tone and it fit the show. He nailed it, and it kind of blew both of our minds. So we were both it? like, Are you ready for some ghostly talk? Hunting ghost on ghostly talk. Doug and Scott L will do what they do. They what do. they do in, yeah, yes. in the haunted basement. Yeah, right. And they found it all on ghostly <laughs> talk, too. They really... Oh, now we're going to sing Jim's it. Jim's got a good voice. He can do it. <laughs> so, Excellent. But no, he, he nailed that, and that kind of, we just kind of used that. It was so good. I, it, I, it reminded me of, like, uh, you know, Scooby-Doo and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. And, he nailed And, like, it, yeah. a bunch of people going out and, and doing all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so it really captured um, the heart, I think, of what we were doing at the time. Yeah, it yeah, It was totally. amazing. And, yeah, and... Yeah, now my theme song is probably, like... The dogs that rough, sing jingle rough, bells. Rough, yeah. Rough. <laughs> <laughs> that would be my current thing. How many dogs did you get this five. week, Doug? I have five this, this week. This week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, that's how many you have. You didn't get any new ones. No, no, no. We got a new one last month. And so. That was the one I, that was the one I was, Vinny. Yes. That was the one I was playing Mr. with. Vinny. He's only temporary. Playing. He's only temporary. Yeah. So, like, what, is it a kennel there now? or what No, you, no. <laughs> if we get one more, we have to get a kennel license. Is that for real? Yes. The, we is that, like, the threshold? Yeah, yeah. If you, oh, no. It's five for a kennel? Oh, we're supposed to. Don't worry. Tell the <laughs> we'll, we'll edit this part out. Yes, yes. Is this Don't isn't look. Doug here. This is Fred. Fred. <laughs> is, so, yeah. Fred. Fred of uh, Fred. Northeastern Maine. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys were literally playing games on me, and you were coming here in the first place, yeah. and I didn't know. Yeah, but we we had you know we did a friendsgiving. Uh, well, yeah, event. Joe said you guys yeah. had people, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. You got company. I get. Well, it. We weren't cool. there. We we went out. To, oh, oh, are you sitting down? Mm. If you're not, I'll wait. Okay, I'm sitting now. Not you. I meant the people who are listening. Oh, okay. Um, if you're, <laughs> we were out in Metamora on Blood Road. Blood Road. Remember Blood Road? Did you? you rem- I, we went there. I don't yeah. know if you. Yeah, you went there. Went to Blood Road. We went to yeah. Blood Road, and uh, we ghost hunted Blood Road. There was nothing really creepy about. Blood, Blood Road, Road when yeah. we were there, mm-hmm. other than it was night and it's yeah. called Blood Road. <laughs> it's pretty creepy. Yeah. And the stories that were on uh, the internet about it. But um, but actually, it's pretty creepy. I mean, <laughs> what do you think of it when you're out there? It's, yeah, when you go there, even if you know someone who lives on Blood, Blood Road, Road. Yeah, um, yeah. it's still pretty creepy. Well, I mean, I think any... We can thank Hollywood for that, I think. But... <laughs> I mean, really, I go in my backyard when it's dark outside. I'm kind of like, okay, Jesus Christ. I gotta <laughs> well, <laughs> look at behind me a little bit. <laughs> Hollywood and Shadowlands. And, and you know what? Yeah, yeah like, like, like Alien has, has embedded this in my brain, too. Like, even when I walk out of this, this house to go to work every day, um, I will walk out in the stairway to the basement we're in right now is right where I exit the house. And um, I always look down the sta- stairs, and for some reason... I just get this stupid vision of the xenomorph flying up the stairs at me, like you know, just you know, the, the alien freaking thing. And I every morning I leave this house, I, I always find myself kind of scurrying out the door kind of quicker because like that it pops in my brain. I can't, I can't well, deprogram that. In my there mind. is a pill you can take for that. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, Valium, yes, Valium. <laughs> this is the most prepared I've ever been for a show. 
Those aren't your notes. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't put these here. I don't know. That's Amber Station you're sitting in right now. Yes. I don't know what she has over there. Apparently. She I just got a bunch like of crap ready, already. I, I, I'm I beginning to see why Doug has been on hiatus. And I took over. And I, usually, this is enough. This is me. about as prepared as... Well, yeah, this is about as prepared as we were back in the day. Here we go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you stopped by, hey, man. This is cool. I mean, I really what were we talking about before? I, you I know what? Cake. We, we were talking about cake. the, the original days of Ghostly Talk and how cool it was and the kind of people that you uh, interviewed. And I remember the original days of Ghostly Talk. As a matter of fact, yeah. I, I'm pretty sure that every single person out there uh, who at least listened to the first series, well, it would be, yeah, it would be the first series. Which yeah. are, are those still un... Yeah. Achievable? Or oh, the first thing. Somebody first actually 13? popped them up on YouTube. What? I have no idea. Um, somebody had them. Are you talking There's about the first 13 episodes first or something 13. like that? Yeah. I There's remember you guys talking. I, I have these memories of this stuff. You talked about the thir first 13 episodes Ghostly that would never Project be. One. You're going to bury them in a shallow yes. grave or something like that. I yes. ha We have them. I mean, they're still around. I mean, yeah, but I, mean, I did. We somebody, gave them to very, very somebody few people. there. From what I understand. I can probably count them on this hand. How many? We should we look that up again because, you know, I, I do have the internet in front of me right now. Did you have but any guests on or was it just you guys talking? It was just it talking. Was just us talking. And we prepared. Like, we, we would come up with a topic, and then we oh, would take God. a week to research it. We would talk for, what, a half hour or so before uh, and get, you know, what the bullet points that we were going to talk about. And then we would just plow through and, and have a great show. And, uh, yeah, it, it sort of became a lot less formal after that. But, yeah, the original 13 were, were interesting. But uh, when... When we started that, the the whole reason it started was because uh, I I had been knocking around this idea. I read an article um, that that somebody was gonna like invent podcasting. <laughs> and I know this is hysterical, but to me it seems like it was a fellow who had been a former uh, MTV VJ, uh, like Adam Carolla. Adam, Adam Carolla. Really? Was it Adam Carolla? Adam Carolla is basically... No, wait. No, it was no, Adam and then... Adam Curry? No. Adam, Adam Curry. Curry. That's okay. Like, that was close. Come Adam on. Curry. Okay, that sounds right. <laughs> One had high hair, the other one's a prick. <laughs> hey! And so he goes... Uh, so he they, they wrote this article about it. He was like, I think there should be a way to do this stuff without you know without having to pay... Yeah. At the time, it was Real, R-E-A-L. Um, that was a company, and they, they made codecs and things like that for... for for uh, streaming things over the internet, yeah, um, it, it should be more open. And so he invented something, and I, I, I it's all sort of hazy to me now, uh, into history. But yeah, they, uh, I thought, ah, oh, you could start doing like a little show. That would be like really cool. And we went, we were out and about ghost hunting one night, and we ended up, <laughs> as usual, at a bar. Um, it was more of a bar restaurant, though. No, right? we were the parking lot sneakers. Yes, it was and sneakers. Uh, that is now closed completely. It's it, torn down yeah. or whatever. It's, yeah. it's like gone. It's gone? Yeah, we drove oh, by what there. A bummer, it is, dude. It's gone. So we had, yeah, we hung out in that parking lot a bunch back in the day and just yep. sat there and talked about weird stuff. And it was snowing, and I said, cold. Do you want to do this kind of stuff? It would be really cool. And you go, Oh, tell me when and yeah, where. Tell me when to be there. Yeah. We'll do it. So I. Researched it, figured it all out. I yeah. bought that um, that nine volt battery powered mixer board. You were the brains. <laughs> and I, 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 
No, yeah, the whole thing was started. We remember we said that the whole thing was started like seventy bucks. Two thousand and two, yeah. right? No, yeah, it was two thousand two. I bet it was. It was late two thousand one. We started early yeah. two thousand two. And yeah, that's and, when and started. that was that was like the ground floor of all this stuff. Nobody, yep. you were blazing a trail because how article. many people had done anything like this? There was an the article. Internet. Some guy was going to invent something, and I'm like, let's do it. Let's I, I didn't find it. you guys till about 2006. You yeah. guys were at the Mothman Festival interviewing oh, yeah. people, and then later on, I actually got a uh, an upgraded computer. I went. From the turn of the century, I went from web TV <laughs> to a cobbled together Windows ninety eight, oh, and then TV. I got a, 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 a what is it the before Windows ten? I, I don't remember X, XP. That was it. Windows XP. So yeah. I could I could uh, listen. What happened? Oh, okay. Oh, Windows seven. Was yeah. It before XP. Right. Or after XP. Yeah. It was after XP. Yeah. yeah. Got okay. awful. Got awful. And that's why I, I, I discovered all the. Uh, really were gone. And then later on, by by two thousand and six, there were a lot of them coming out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, there was, and, and that's when it kind of exploded. Dark, I think, Darkness Radio started about that yes. time. Yeah, um, yeah. Todd Sheets was doing his thing. Yep. Nightwatch. Yeah, Nightwatch, great show. Planet Paranormal carried a bunch of different places. Yeah, Nightwatch. Um. Yeah, it was, it, was a, it was a different time, and, you know, it's... it's I, I say this now, doing the show now, and it, well, I mean, it's not like we make money anyways, but... Um, Back in those days, I know you and I were very liberal about things. We just said, "Hey, take our show. We don't care." Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they, that's they, what it was. That, that, and that's what the idea was. Um, what, <gasps> oh my gosh, that means we were among the first creators. Yeah. Well, now there's this thing. I, I, I yeah, do, creators. I do admit I watch YouTube videos a lot, and for some reason, amongst all these kids who are. You know, just learning the perils of having to shave every day. Um, <laughs> they they seem to consider themselves creators. That's what that's what all their names influencers, are. Influencers, creators. They're called creators. Yeah. They're called creators. Yeah. So, are you suggesting that ghostly talk falls under the heading of intellectual property? No, this belongs to everybody. I would not call okay. anything well, Ghostly Talk has ever done intellectual. <laughs> I, I, I think it differs. Uh, this differs now, and I don't know because I was just absent for a bit upstairs. But I know, like in the past, you were like, "Hey, take the show, rebroadcast it, do whatever you want, repackage it, fine. So it's, it's cool." And I know now with the advent of social media advertising and making money off like YouTube. Yeah. I know we did have a brief little thing where Scott noticed that there was a person. Well, people are ta- were taking the shows in Japan. On yeah, they were taking and putting the new new shows. Well, yeah. they were taking, and they, they were, were throwing it up on YouTube and they were monetizing it and it was like, oh no, no, you're not no, going to no, do no, that. No, 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 and no, then, no. The conversation no. I had with them after I had their their channel shut down. Yo. Oh, good job. Yo. Well, I mean, I, no. Well, Power. Well, before, and we may have talked about this in the past. What I did with that, here's what I, and, and I was fair. I reached out to them for two solid months. I, I was sending them text messages on Facebook or at the devil's website. I was sending them um, email. I, I dug deep. I went to, I found their, their like their hosting, co- like their, 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 their base website with all their media, found email addresses, went to their YouTube page, sent them messages on their YouTube page, found emails on their YouTube page. I, I emailed them all with the same message of, guys. Cease and desist. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, Let me finish. Like what right. I said was, I want to talk to you guys about what you're doing. I don't want to cause any damage to your channel. I want to talk to you face to face, work this thing out. What you're doing is bullshit. 
and we need to work this thing out. But I don't want to do any of the YouTube stuff because I know how how tomo- how reactionary the, the the gods of YouTube are, right? So let's talk about this thing. And I did that for two solid months, and I got no response. And, and for example, on on the Facebook Messenger thing, you can see when somebody sees your message, right? They saw my message. It said they saw it. So they saw it. I assume they read it and they ignored it. Kind of insulting, right? So I had no other choice but to take all 53 videos they shows they put up. Wow. One by one and file a copyright strike on there. Good. Right? And simply, I mean, and the well, it's funny how they'll they'll you'll get their attention then like oh, literally, suddenly they want to talk to you literally the next day they're sending me all kinds of crazy messages emails text me going hey, hey scott listen man we we need your help you you gotta you gotta take a we're shut down right now we can't even operate our whole channel shut down i'm like okay well that's cool well it is cool that was kind of the well no and, and, that, and that's not what i wanted to do no no that i was very clear that's why i'm being very clear right now i said to them repeatedly like guys i don't want to cause any damage to your channel but what you're doing is bullshit i and, and no we're not going to put up with this anymore and that's right. what i what i was alluding to a few minutes ago if they had simply demonetized those shows yeah which means they would play without ads yeah um, that would have been absolutely fine. I, I well, believe. Well, that's right? where I was going. Going back but, to what I said, they could have discussed options with yeah. you. Yeah, going back to what I said a few minutes ago, we were very liberal back in the day. We right. were very liberal with this show. We just said, and we and we gave our show. We 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 distributed it to anybody that wanted to have it, right? And I know for a fact that the majority of those people took our show for free that we produced for free that they got for free and put it up on their internet radio station, whatever they may. And put advertising on there, and, and that's they fine. and that's fine. They made money off that. I'm not. I back then I looked at it totally different. I look at it a little differently now, right? Right. And I'm fine with that. It is where it is. We did our show, and I'm perfectly fine with that. But now it's much easier to monetize this stuff, and that's what the whole, this whole YouTube thing. It kind of grinded my gears a little bit, and I'm like, no, you guys aren't just going to slap our our shows up that we put all this time into up on here and and literally click the monetize button that's all you got to do right. click the monetize button and then slap commercials in the middle of our show that yep, don't have so. any commercials there's a reason it don't have any commercials cuz we don't we don't have advertisers yeah we've never even we had someone come and say like hey can we'll give you free headphones if you talk about our show no there, there's nothing like no one's you ever guys done are that me some ideas here for my show i've got to have uh, let's say that those male enhancement devices <laughs> or whatever in the middle of my show yeah <laughs> So, 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 so I'm not only money. a supporter of that. I you know who does that? that. <laughs> I know, I, I, I no, it does not, happen though. I'm not only the uh, the uh, the customer. I'm the president. <laughs> not really. So to finish that thought thread, though, I mean, simply put, I I talked to these people and they said, "Well, <clears throat> you guys said you're open content." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah but you don't need, you're not going to take our shit." It's still on the site, but I don't think it's right not for you now. to take our stuff. It's not on it now. That's why I don't know why they did that. Okay, whatever. I don't care. No, it don't matter. We're just doing this. Whatever. Anyways, yeah. so, I, would say, but I think it's, it's kind of. I just think it's kind of bullshit them. that they would they would do something like that. I mean, you should look up all the creative co- Creative Commons licenses that Wikipedia put together and well, pick one that well, says well, you, you know what make YouTube back me up. This. YouTube back me up on Good. that because there you go. they they yanked them all. And I talked to them. So they believe you're the copyright owner. Yeah, which you are. I, we are. Yeah, you're we are. And, and I said, and what I had to do, we had a we had a nice dialogue then. 
And I said, look, all you got to do, they're like, well, listen, we will remove all the videos. We'll just remove them. I'm like, well, all you got to do is just demonetize them. If you want to keep right. up there, it's fine. Just demonetize them. No, we're just going to remove them. Okay, fine. And, they're, and they said, they're like, we're fans of your show. We love your show. I'm like, great. Well, then do what I say. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to stop advertising my Vegematic on the Ghostly Talk feed. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and it was fine. We ended up working it out. And their big thing was like, you know, you, you have 53 strikes against us now. And I guess it's three or four and you get shut down. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. So they were totally dead in the water. Yeah. I said, I said, you guys go and do what you, if you guys do what you say you're going to do, I'll, I'll remove the strikes right now. I got no problem with that. Perfectly fine. And it was a handshake deal and it was fine. But, you know, I, I got an issue with that. I'm sorry. I just have an issue with that now, that it's it's that easy for someone just to take someone's work that they put, they, they've worked their ass off on, they take their time, they take their energy, and they can just slap it up, take a copy of that, an MP3 file, slap it up, put our logo on there, and then click the monetize button. Ooh, no, yeah, our, the, the Ghostly Talk logo is non-negotiable. Well, that's what they did. You can't use James. You, you, yeah. can't, you can't use that. that well, you know, the, Nick Redford's been on about uh, places that have stolen uh, his, his digitized books. I'm not talking talk oh. Kindle, but yeah, there's been certain places that just make it available yeah. to steal, you know, yeah. with, with, uh, the PDF. with no, absolutely no conscience. So there's... There's a lot of that stuff going on. A, a, a researcher, Walter Bosley, I think mm -hmm. that's his name. Yeah. Uh, he just doesn't do anything uh, on Kindle at all because people swipe it. And he doesn't even do anything on Amazon. He goes to Lulu because the oh. uh, gets yeah. a better uh, return, I think, on the yeah. book. So, but it's, it's, it really is. It's just made it it's uh, a, it's a, really weird, a lot easier to pirate stuff. It's a really weird line to walk on because our, the philosophy of this show has always been take it for free. That's been the idea. Take it for free, right? Um, and again, as I said before, we were very liberal back in the day about that, too, and said, hey, you know what? Just take it. We don't care. We're, we're happy that you guys care enough that you want to carry our show, right? Um, but I'm sorry. We're still not. Dude, I got all the proof in the world. I'll show you that we're, we're so far on the red. It's ridiculous, dude. I mean, <laughs> it's just we're just doing we're, we're paying to do the show. It's fine. And that's perfectly cool. I'm happy to do it. But I don't think I'm out of line by telling someone, no, dude, no, you're not going to take this and put it on YouTube and monetize. If you just don't monetize it, that's fine. I would, and don't use James. Y you were. And to take it back to what we were talking about before, that was kind of the whole philosophy of ghostly talk. It was fun. It was for everybody. Yeah, and yeah. You, you shared it. Right. And uh, you had, like I say, you had uh, well-known guests. You had people that weren't known. And, and what about the people that weren't known at all, but now are really big names. I mean, mm -hmm. there's quite a few of those, too. No, and that's oh, cool. Absolutely. And that's cool And with that, and I'm happy they were there. Like I said, I, I don't remember having a bad experience. I remember one. I remember some bad Oh, yeah. Oh, I remember one. <laughs> Aaron, yeah. what's his name? Aaron with the Donahue. Off? Yeah. Aaron oh, boy. <laughs> and the chicken Aaron is out Donahue. of the roost. Man, the uh, the that was that re was remote viewer in yep. that studied under Ed Dames. Yep, but that wasn't the, the man. It's still he spun a really good story, and I do love the uh, get on the mic. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm not used to yeah, don't, <laughs> don't screw up again. He, he spun a really good story, and he did. He did like I. I was absolutely fascinated, and still am, with all the things he put out there. That was uh, an amazing conversation. Couple of conversations, yeah. yes. Um, but Tilly lost his shit. I, I think what was shocking about him <laughs> is you guys crazy. were sort of a family-friendly show. Like no one was just casually swearing and dropping f-bombs and then he came on and, just and it was like f, 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 f beep 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 
beep. I was like, whoa. And well, you guys sort of like, as you say sometimes, we had to put, you sort of lost control of that show. It was yeah. like the only show you felt like you were like, what do we, 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 are we, what do we do with this guy? Yeah, explicit on there. Like, don't, yeah. this is not Well, it, well the, the thing with that situation that I've always said that... We also got pranked during his show. Which we, was that was really, that was hilarious. Ever. That dude that was, was hysterical. so funny. Well, that, that was the best. What was that? We got pranked. We got pranked. Oh. Was we that because s- you had Collins back we had, then? Yeah, we, we had some guy pranking us, and we thought it was hysterical. <laughs> it the was. The guy was crying. And we, he was so creative. And you know, the I thing mean, was, is the guy, he thought we were going to kill him. And we said, no, you're hilarious. And, and we're like, can, can you give us your banner? We're going to put it on our site and our, yeah. and our rotating banners to show people. And he's like, man, you guys are really, be, really being good sports about this. We're like, yeah, why but not? But what was the prank? What was the gist of it? What he was, was just he... screwing with us. Yeah. He was he, just calling in with different characters. Called in with different characters. <laughs> Great. And, and oh, my gosh. Is it, this still in the archives? It's got to be. I think it is. I think I have to look. There's still stuff I have to move over. We we should like one of these days just take the time to go through and listen to them all. Like when we go on road trips or something, just no, be like, I, oh, I know it might be painful, but at least we have references. I could dig out an ancient iPod or something and put it on there. And the whole, the, to the, it yeah. Every once in a while, I will I will download an, an, an ancient uh, archival ghostly talk and listen to it. The whole the whole Aaron Donahue saga. Do that. I've heard stories in regards to that. And there was that funny part of it. But the whole saga with him that really pissed me off, I mean, and I'll be totally blunt about this, was that he came on our show and acted like a complete buffoon. Mm-hmm. He, he did. He was a complete buffoon. And if he hears this, I hope I hope he hears it because he was a complete buffoon. And then two days later, he went on Coast to Coast AM and he sat there and let George Norrie talk shit to him for two solid hours, literally, and I'm sitting there listening to it, <laughs> cracking up because, you know, George Dory, I love the guy, and he and he's like, so it says here you're a Luciferian. What's a Luciferian? I mean, that's literally the temper in his he, voice. His, George Norrie was actually being like yeah, condescending was, or yeah, cocky? Yeah, totally yeah. condescending. Really? And, and there's Aaron Donahue going, oh, jolly, gee, sucks. <laughs> like laughing at himself because he's getting beat down by the king of media right now. But that's the difference, though, between that terrestrial and that newfound well, thing, internet radio. Well, no, like, you have thing. this freedom to say all of a sudden whatever you want. That's the whole point is that he, we were the small show doing our thing. And he came on there and thought he could just be a complete idiot, which he did, right? Um, and then he went on, on, on George Norrie's show, and he knew he couldn't act like that because he wouldn't have lasted for three minutes. They would have had him off the air if he started cursing like that and act like a maniac. Um, it, it was, to me, that really was like the, the nail in the coffin for our relationship was like, dude, no, we're not. Uh, don't come on here and talk to us like that. Yeah, and that was really the only show. We said that before, Doug. I think it's the only show we ever felt we ever lost control of every show before and after that we were right on the money it was just it it ran fine because it was just a nice thing we were doing that was the one show we were kind of just kind of sitting there with our jaws hanging down going I don't know what to do here because we're live right now. <laughs> we're totally screwed. <laughs> but, but there's a lot of good moments. I mean, we, of course, yeah, we yeah. recently we lost uh, a great lady, Rosemary Ellen. Yes, Alley, and yeah, did, uh, I know. I, I helped yeah. uh, with uh, do a tribute to her at the Mothman Festival. Yeah, and uh, she was a regular on your show. It was always yes. always good to have her on. She uh, was just always always. I remember she was on one time with uh, with uh, Zaffis, John Zaffis, and you guys had come. Back from I think a, a paranormal event in Arkansas. Oh, I remember that. Uh, yep. I, I don't remember too much about it, but that was uh, a fun one. Just a fun, oh, yeah. a fun show when you Eureka's guys recapped it. Well, that was twelve years ago. Oh my goodness! It, it was always fun when you guys recapped right. your. Doug, adventures. that was your fortieth. Oh, 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You just got out that on the internet. Sorry, um, sorry. So, yeah. no, you, you just got outed, outed, dude. You got age shame. Yeah, how's yeah, how's it feel? Now uh, there Don't was do math. That and that's math the whole point. Bad. You're. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. There's my subliminal message. Don't, <laughs> don't, do yeah. don't do math. Don't do math. Don't do math. Don't do the math. All right, there was a, that. That was really the, the gist of it. There was there was everybody. You know, aside from what we already talked about, uh, everybody was awesome. We everybody we've ever talked to on this show has been awesome. Um, and yeah, that's just one what, of the things, the whole thing so far. One of the things that baffled me, and, yeah. and I'm still not freaked out about it but um really really curious about it still was gregory you know they're they're off the map i've been trying to get a hold of mick and sylvie yep. avery yeah i've been trying to get a hold of them for i mean literally this week i was looking around like, and that was who the, gregory yeah no, uh, was, yeah, that, was that someone they channeled yeah it was gregory yeah. gregory and, mays they channel or, yeah mick and sylvie avery they they channeled a guy named gregory mays. oh yes 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 okay. super cool super cool stuff that really sends chills up and down my spine um if it i i just i totally believe it all the way around i i mean you you can say oh he does a voice and maybe but I just, I yeah. felt it to be sincere. I felt it to be uh, highly, highly interesting. Well, we, did, we had a, a, we just talked quite a bit about channeling earlier. And it, yeah, there's something going on. And we were talking about how a lot of different channelers that don't know each other from different uh, eras, so to speak, were getting some of the same uh, names and mm -hmm. some of the same general themes. So, but see, that's different. When when channelers, uh, you know, get the same names and same general themes, that's a, a, a lot different than, say, the reincarnation folks, which I happen to absolutely completely believe in reincarnation, but I absolutely positively do not believe that every single girl who says, you know, who says that she's Cleopatra Right, right. Because I just think that not everybody could have been Cleopatra. No, <laughs> but yet everybody says, "Oh no, I was Cleopatra," and it's like, "Why were you all Cleopatra?" So I find that the reincarnation folks have less credibility in that way, right? Um, because they all seem to think they were all one person, one very, very ridiculously famous, like powerful uh, but, person. Yeah. But Doug, I was. Cleopatra. Oh. <laughs> And now I we'll found the one Steve. who was Cleopatra, <laughs> and see that totally discredits all those other, you know. But, but yeah, you're, you're right, and I and uh, Scott Rogo. Oh wait, wait you know, <gasps> you and I talked about Scott Rogo. I do time. not believe you just said that name to me at all. Go ahead. Uh, uh, absolutely, he was a parapsychologist. I know exactly. Unfortunately, he was murdered, but he was one Scott of the Rogo. absolute most brilliant. He balanced one hundred skepticism research with with open mindedness flawlessly mm -hmm. and he uh he wrote a he wrote a book called the search for yesterday mm -hmm. about reincarnation and some of it uh, people were getting had it was a real source of information that they couldn't have had but he did find there was a finnish uh scientist that put several uh, college students under regressive hypnosis and uh, a certain percentage would talk about past lives and uh the thing is the the lives would uh would not overlap or anything, but then later on you put them under another session, and essentially they would tell him where they came from. In some cases, they were unconscious past life fantasies. One woman was in a library reading about a, a little girl that was killed in the Blitz. Well, she she suddenly had a past life fantasy 
uh, of, of being a little girl in the Blitz. So some of them are are fantasies inspired by real events in this in this life, but others were are completely mystifying. I mean, he found ones where the same individual seemed to be picking up two past lives that would have come together and somehow merged. He found some real anomalies. Well, I think also, though, and first of all, despite what you just showed me, that nobody else has has seen. (laughs) So, Tim, Tim, as soon as we mentioned D. Scott Rogo. (laughs) Despite that unfortunate part. I'm not yelling. You're screaming and yelling over there. Stop yelling. Your mic must be really hot. It must be hot then. I'm sorry. I didn't think I was screaming. I will ASMR this. Stop yelling. extremely phallic. It was Scott. I got the phallic mic. So, (laughs) when Tim Woolworth just showed us his phone after Doug mentioned D. Scott Rogo. Um, I had a first. Well, after, okay, after Steve <laughs> mentioned that, um, <laughs> Tim found this book cover that was basically said ESP and your pets and like learn to find what your uncover, pets think. Yeah, uncover your pet psychic ability. Yeah. And it was a dude showing a Zener Zener card to a pet. Yeah, written <laughs> by D. Scott Rogo. D. Scott Rogo. <laughs> well, you know, he wrote a book called... Uh, Despite that, I totally believe D. Scott Rogo. <laughs> he wrote a book called Phone Calls from the Dead. Yes, oh, yeah. he did. Which I wouldn't have touched with a 10-foot battle axe <laughs> if it hadn't been his name. And right. it was a fascinating book that explains a lot of uh, phenomena. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he. I, it's so interesting that you should mention. First of all, there's probably a dozen people on this earth who would sit around and talk about D. Scott Rogo, right? There's, n- and it's we're, not that there's many. only ten other ones besides us, so we, we're going to be institutionalized. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and second of all, like, it, it, I, I imagine there's a, a, a higher percentage should you go to like one of Troy Taylor's events and mention D. Scott Rogo, there's a higher percentage of folks there who would even know who that was, right? It's an older right. set. Uh, than, say, at the mall, right? He, he yeah. an older set? Wait yeah. a minute. <laughs> God, remember Omni Magazine, right? Yes, yeah. I remember Omni The, the section called Anti-Matter, mm-hmm. which is about the weird stuff, yeah. that was edited by Scott Rogo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was uh, he was uh, he was extremely knowledgeable about absolutely everything, and uh, he also I first heard of him of course for the out of the body stuff the right. astral projection and and just what a wow I wish he had a podcast right yeah but they didn't have that until we came along right yeah. he died in <laughs> 1990 yeah but, but definitely people that are listening should check out D Scott Rogo. Uh, if, you know, some are still probably being published. A lot of them third-party sellers, but uh, fascinating stuff. I happen to uh, have been just thinking about him. Oh, very synchronistic! Within the past, I, the past I took month. the synchronicity right out of my mouth, and uh, which is why I reacted with the. <sighs> I can't believe you just said that name. Because well, I've got cameras in your house. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, I see. She would. <laughs> you must have been talking to Pepper. That's <laughs> one of my dogs who I tell everything to, and I must have mentioned it to her. <laughs> that, uh, I was going to look up a D. Scott Rogo article. Oh, my god. So what have you been... Okay, so you're the great and mighty and powerful Doug. Well, I'm something like that. Yeah, no, that's accurate. So that's you... Accurate. <laughs> as you go to the dictionary, look up Doug, the it's great and powerful great, Doug. Powerful money, yeah. So since your ghostly talk, semi-retirement, 
Have you still been pursuing and researching and looking into weird and anomalous phenomena and what what still interests you now that's let's, strange? Let's put it this way. I, I can tell you a couple of things about that. Uh, yes. <laughs> I, while I haven't been out and about, you know, ghost hunting in the formal sense with the sensors and everything, um, a little while ago, I, and I happened to mention, and they were at the Mothman Festival this past year, I happened to mention Dan Bell. Yeah, and his production company to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, that's where that—that's where we saw him. We talked about that a couple weeks. Yeah, ago. Yeah, and he Your was place. apparently at the Mothman Festival this past year. And I, where do where, where else do we know him from? Well, I don't know, and I wish, I wish, I wish I could remember because I totally, totally recognize the name. Oh my God. I recognize the and the thing is is I thought well maybe I only recognize the name because of the Bell Witch but that wasn't anybody named Bell that yeah. was. Uh, Pat Fitzhugh. Yeah. So that's a completely different name. So my brain would not have put. Did, did he Dan have a table there? Huh? Did he have a table there? I don't know. And what, what's his uh, field? Which is he evidently videotapes everything. He he has a channel on on YouTube. Oh, okay. And it's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show me is he the one that does the funny videos? He has funny commentary? No, or, no. Okay. It's more like what they do is because ghost hunters who travel around tend to stay in uh, less than luxurious accommodation. Oh, the guys that do the hotels? Yes. It's the guy who does Oh, the, my God. And he did the low hotel. He did a. No, he did not do the. Not that I. Noah. Okay, I I know I of a couple of guys. Uh, Ashley Wamsley, yeah. Wamsley's daughter. A year ago, February, where 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 we went to Point Pleasant, we're hanging out in the midnight in the Mothman Museum. She's showing us this video of these two guys that stayed at the Low Hotel. Maybe and, they did. And the, the, everybody at the Low, I mean, they either they're they're locked up or they're gone. I mean, there's nobody else there, so they're going up and down the hallways, laughing at the creepy uh, uh, paintings and all that stuff, and talking about how they think they've been abandoned. And it's I think the Low people saw it later on and were not pleased. That actually was, could be them. Okay. It is the kind of thing. That's, that they do. Um, he is. I haven't seen it. If if he, if they've done the low hotel, I'll, as a matter of fact, I'll have to go to his channel and see. But he he they 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 uncover less than ideal conditions in the lower class crappy hotels. hotels. Yeah, and and it's uh, hilarious. Best Western Terre Haute, Indiana, two thousand with, with a paranormal go. perspective. They, or no, 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 no. no they just, just go into divey hotel. hotels and report on it. Yeah, that's oh, okay, that's all right. About. Yeah, all right. but they do. They have done a couple of ghost hunts, and he does some some other media of, you know, um, maybe short film variety sure. that are with a paranormal um, slant to them. Okay. So I think he's more of a of a producer. We director. know him from somewhere else, and it's huh. I'm losing my mind over trying to but remember I swear it. Where his name is in my head from something and yeah, we did something. We talked to him. We did something with him so, years ago. So does he have something to do with that? Okay, that the, the name just got triggered when I asked you what paranormal pursuits have you been pursuing or reading. So I I, I ran across him because I happened to be lo- and. It's not related because he didn't do anything on this topic, but I happen to be looking up the black-eyed children again. Oh, okay. So I look up black-eyed children all the time. Okay. I look up um, uh, time travel. I look up Edgar Casey. 
Okay. That's yeah, that's always been one of your favorites. Before I thought of, to mention him, but because you seem to be reading my mind tonight. <laughs> uh, we no, actually talked about him earlier tonight. Oh, oh okay, good, good. I that's the cameras. Laughing. I just haven't rolled back the whole tape. So like. <laughs> the uh, yeah, a lot, lot, lot about Edgar Casey, the Sleeping Prophet. Yeah. And so, so I've been pursuing the things that actually these kinds of not not the Black Eyed Children, but Edgar Casey, D. Scott Rogo, the. The the thing Robert Jordan uh, also what journeys out of the body oh, okay. um, or, or Robert Monroe I'm sorry yeah. Robert Monroe right mm-hmm. I said Robert Jordan because that's one of, I think that's that's the name that came up I think that's the uh, like an author a, that my yeah he's a fantasy likes. writer he wrote books yeah. like that yep. thick yep, yep, yeah yep. epic books <laughs> yep. okay that that's where that came out of my head I meant Robert Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon. <laughs> and then, um, so Robert Monroe. So I've been looking up the roots. These are the roots okay. of what uh, got me into the paranormal in the okay. first place. And um, But Black Eyed Children, that's not a root. That's just something that I still find absolutely fascinating. It, that's the creepiest thing. Like, creepy kids. Yeah. That's, you know, I know people want, have a long time thing with, like, clowns and, like, creepy clowns. But, like, children showing up at your door... With, like, no reason. And wanting in. Wanting in. Mm-hmm. Vacant, scary, dark eyes. Like, there's nothing more chilling but than that. But you don't notice the eyes, apparently, mm. until... To you what you let them, them in? Until you notice them. No, you mm. can notice them even until when you're supposed on the porch, to notice them. But you don't notice them until... Until you're already like having a conver- you're having a normal conversation. You're you're trying to you know like well where are your parents? And, right. And, you know you're 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 interacting with them for a while, and then you're like, wait a minute, there's something off about these. You ju- it's not the thing that you say. Something's not right. Like oh my gosh, these kids have you know empty blank uh, eyes, you know yeah. completely black eyes that you don't notice that right away. You're you're actively interacting with them, and then you're like something's wrong. What is it? And then you start inspecting, Throw candy at and them. that's <laughs> you're supposed to say trick or treat, but here, yeah, yes. have a Rolo, Steve. With your with your knowledge of like so Rolo, here's a Werther's. That is, that is scaring away. Um, the malt balls would scare. Yeah, away. Oh, vintage uh. candy. Throw vintage candy at them, Steve. Speaking of, um, so with your history of your knowledge of UFO stuff, and I know we've talked about Men in Black. When it comes to like children. Like black-eyed kids and everything. Do you did that ever come up in early UFO no. history, or is this sort I, of like I, a recent, I'm like past twenty years? I don't think so. It, uh, and originally, I thought this had to be ur- urban legend stuff, but it doesn't seem to be. There seems to be. Uh, it seems to be more uh, demonic. I mean, for lack of a better word, it's sure. It's not. Some no people, one. No one gets the happy jollies when they see no. a black-eyed kid. And some people hypothesize like, oh, that they're cute. hybrid somehow. Mm-hmm. No, it's, this is something. I mean, if it's real and whichever ones are real, it's something very negative and something that uh, mirrors or hints at some kind of demonic activity. Tim, I think it's mad optometrist just. Diluting the eyes right. of kids everywhere. Wait, before you yeah. go to that door, hold on, open your eyes. Ah. <laughs> but and now, Tim, with with your with your interest in ITC and EVP, do you ever recognize children? Oh, all the time, like younger entities oh, yeah. or whatever. Okay, like, and does that show up as in just like, hey, we're a kid, or does it actually show up in like the vocal tone of a recording, like in the in the recording, like EVP? Just as an example, uh, two weeks ago when I was doing a thing down in Ohio, a little girl comes through and says, "I want my mommy." Oh, okay. 
Yeah. So that type. Kids come through all the time. And and that's that's you and Scott had that infamous yes, EVP. Now I have played that EVP to success at yeah. many of library talks that I've done. Oh, um, yes. So I have my shared library of EVPs go. that a lot of people have given me to share. And I want to go. Yep. Yeah. And it's a little girl because you guys went to Edna C- Edna, Edna Collins C. Bridge, Collins Bridge and then we in Indiana, to- where it has a classic urban legend yep. where the little girl's swimming every day and the parents go and pick her up and they honk three times and she gets out of the creek and she goes in the car and they go home and all you is well. Everything. I do. Yeah. And so, but this is part of my presentation. That's why. Oh. oh. So <laughs> then one day they pull up and they honk three times and the little girl doesn't come out of the water because she is drowned right and so the urban legend continues on that people roll up and they do an interactive legend tripping type thing and they honk three times and see if they can get little footprints or or fingerprints to touch their car or or interact and so they're out there and it was you bonnie Mm -hmm. scott and maybe someone else i assume someone else probably could have been sean yeah so four grown adults and I believe Scott said you guys were talking about where you wanted to go next. Like you were going to go to the casino for dinner or just go to the casino or do something. <laughs> no, 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 no. What we did after that was we went to a cemetery that's on a hill of some kind. But that's not where you got the EVP. No, we got the EVP. No, the, at the, the bridge. I want to go was at the bridge. Yeah. There was another one. Um, Scott and I were talking about money or change or something and the, and then a voice came through wait let me i i didn't know there'd be a quiz um <laughs> <laughs> would have prepared what did it say well it was really creepy because it was like under the under the ghost's breath if ghosts have breath and it was uh oh it was the tone that gets me but it, it it said something, and we were talking about money or change okay. or something, and well, we were wandering through the cemetery. So, I Want to Go came from that, and then from the bridge, and then immediately after that, we went to a cemetery. Okay. So, when they were talking about just, they were talking about what they're going to do or where they're going to go next, and you hear this little girl's voice, just plain as day, go, I want to go. Mm-hmm. Clear as day, class A. And I play this for my library peeps, and I love library peeps because they're usually they've seen a few shows on TV, and that's about it. Maybe they've read a book or two, and they they like ghost stuff. But like, hey, they're way better people to speak for than like the paranormal conferences because they're just like a fresh set of ears. Mm-hmm. And I play that clip, and they're like, oh, I love the collective gas. But I'm sure Tim has had lots of like experience oh, yeah. in the collective gas when he you play certain EVP clips because people are just it's undeniable. You know, like, oh, my God, you know, they hear it. it you know, it used to be a, a, a Art Bell used to have the uh, GIS, the Ghost Investigation Society. Oh, my yeah. gosh. And they had Those some very clear were super EVPs. lucky. They got to yes. ghost hunt in well, they, some really Well, certain people seem to attract. Uh, I don't know. But I would I would never listen to them in the house or at night. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, no. I was a weenie. And I loved I, their format. Their format was they would play it yep. full speed. And then a little bit slower, a little bit slower, a little bit slower, and then full speed again. So, and they wouldn't preload. So right. you didn't have any preconceived notion. And I listened to every one of those art bells, and I loved every time they were on. Every time. And they, all of his archives now are available on the Coast to Coast website, I oh, believe. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. If you do mm-hmm. the, like, co-subscription, which I do... Like you can access those now. Hmm. Yeah, they're not just buried. Even yeah. the ones like the the infamous ones where I think so. Because yeah. they're all there. Mm-hmm. The yep. infamous, the most infamous one has to be the one with the guy flying over Area Fifty One, right. and then right. yeah, that's going to be well, one well, of the most. What about the, the funniest one? Is where uh, 
Rodney is supposed to have uh, a ghost named Everett uh, caught in a bug zapper or some kind of... Uh, remember that one? <laughs> no. Oh, that is uh, hilarious. A ghost well, caught in a bug zapper. Well, it's not a bug zapper. It's, it was a, well, the things that keep bugs out. Uh, you know, it, it's, it sets off some kind of a like sonic the, wave or something like okay. that. And, it, well, he, he had... His wife should supposedly channeled... Uh, uh, was it was it Everett, and uh, and they they set this up so they supposedly they trapped Everett in this room in the house, and he calls during open lines he calls Art Bell. I've got a copy of it, and I, I recorded it during on terrestrial radio during a storm, so you know it's thundering and everything. Oh, that's it's kind of, great! It's, it's that's even better ambience, but it's hilarious, <laughs> absolutely really hilarious. Scene, yeah, so yeah. there's a uh, Art Bell man. I'll tell you what, t- classic stuff. Absolutely. There was another one that really gets to me, and, and it's not never talked about, but there was a caller who said that they worked at a, a gas station, and um, some fellow had come in. I'm just very, very much gener- or par- paraphrasing, because I don't remember exactly, but it was, uh, they, uh, uh, a customer came in, uh, bought whatever they were going to buy, and left, and everything seemed great until she looked at the money, and the money was from the future. What? Like what? In what way? Like what did it look like? Oh uh, no! It was. It looked like our money. It said this so, money's from the future. But, but remember, this was back before they made changes. To <laughs> so money. was was Madonna so, like, uh, the picture? On yeah, the or like <laughs> Obama or something. <laughs> I don't know. There's this guy named Trump as the president. Oh God! No, 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 no. This was, ba- you know, ba- the money looked exactly. It's just the 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 bill was, you know, she looked at the uh, the 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 date, the date, and it was not the you know the year had not come up yet or something. It, it was really interesting. So it was it was, it was minted or whatever or pressed after, uh, after yeah. that you know that y- a year. So the 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 theory or the call was about that that was a time traveler mm. or it could be a counterfeiter, but I assume it was a time traveler. Have you noticed a ton of time travelers on YouTube? Okay, I am not talking <laughs> I am not going to talk about Apex. <laughs> Amber, this was in his rider. <laughs> I, yeah, I, I, I said that is an. I've op- just noticed that that's been a thing on YouTube. It is a thing lately. And it is. Did we just go off the rails? Did the end practice <laughs> fly off the track down the it mountain? It is. I think they're all fake. It is hilarious. Except Greta. And <laughs> <laughs> wait, Greta? Like the, the, the Are you talking about the, the climate change girl? Yeah. Wait, wait. Do people think she's a time traveler? There's a picture out oh, there. Oh, there's that yeah. picture. Yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. no! How dare you? I'm looking at my phone. <laughs> but yes, the, the, oh, the, the, the time travelers on YouTube. That's not what I was looking at. Not the Apex stuff. All the other stuff, <laughs> not that. I also, all the other thing that really fascinates me is, um, um, I'm I'm really bad at this, this being on the spot kind of thing. Um, the there's this this phenomenon where you're just driving along and then suddenly you're in a different place. Yeah, and you've gone through some kind of vortex or so, like or missing something. time. Not missing time, time, but uh, you're telling like another like like another town, and something's wrong about it. Is that? uh, Yeah, you're you're not where you're supposed to be. You want to hear a great story? Yes. uh, uh, Paul Eno, you know who Paul? Oh yes, I know Paul Eno. I I got to meet him finally at the Exeter event in uh, last uh, September. Uh, He has talked about on the air, and is one of his books about this uh, uh, middle-aged couple 
uh, came up to him at the end of one of his talks in the early 90s. And they, she said, okay, we're going to tell you our story, and you have to tell us if we're crazy or not. So they're out west in Utah, and they're, they're looking at these old ghost towns. And there's this one place called Woodbury or something like that, and there's supposed to be nothing there, leveled, no buildings. So they drive up there, and they see this sign for Woodbury, but it's kind of uh, in German. I mean, it's like Woodbury, but in German with the, the lettering a little bit funky, the mm-hmm. V instead of the W or whatever. Like Bavarian-looking yeah, or yes. whatever, yeah. And they, they pull into this town, and her husband says, boy, this doesn't look like much of a ghost town. So they pull in. It's a nice, cleanly kept town. There's these little white cars all over the place, which are quiet, implying that maybe they're electric cars. And they go into this restaurant. I mean, they go in physically. They use the bathroom. They see the menu. And they can't read anything because it's in Dutch or German. Right. And so they just point. They get served a meal. They go to pay with, with like, bills. And they look at it like... What's that? That's no good here. So they finally begrudgingly accept some of their coin. Mm-hmm. And when they went out, they saw all those these people gathered around their car. I don't know what type of car it was. But it wasn't a little white no, car it wasn't. Like it was, and they're freaking out like, what the hell is going on? So they trace their path back on Route 6 or whatever it was, driving very carefully and very slowly. They didn't want to be pulled over by the police and end up in a jail in wherever the hell they are. <laughs> and eventually they get back somehow. And they, uh, uh, But it seemed to take longer. Okay, uh, I talked to Paulito about that one-on-one last September, and he said they just sounded very credible. One other one, Whitley Strieber talk, mm-hmm. talks about. You remember that? Case? I used to listen to Whitley's uh, Friday night uh, right. broadcast every single. But do you week remember then. his experience? He was uh, Dreamland. It, it used yes. to be yes. Yeah. It, it used to be uh, uh, at his cabin where all those things happened. His uh, his son had a friend stay over, so that the pattern was he would take the, his son's friend and meet his father at a mall somewhere. Uh, so it was right near the New Jersey New York State line. So he goes there and he's getting off the exit ramp. Then all of a sudden everything changes. It's like there he's in another place and he gets off on this. Uh, he's on on a highway still, but it's a sunken highway and. He, he he gets up off it, and there's he's passing all these weird, like, circular houses with flat roofs with serpent motifs on them. The kid, the boy, is reacting to it and freaking out, and he's starting to open the door like he wants to leave. And so Whitley stops him and says, don't worry, I'll get us out of this. So he keeps driving. Eventually, he finds a dirt road, and he finds a highway. In all these cases, if they're if they're true, nobody goes through a hole or a vortex like the, the final countdown, right? Yes. It's just all of a sudden, You do not know smooth, that you are suddenly right. in, yeah. And, and so... The uh, But the boy was reacting to it. And supposedly later on, the boy and his father would go back to that area to see if they could find this strange highway. And I, you, you've heard of, of other stories of people going to a restaurant. Can't mm-hmm. believe how cheap the... I talked to a lady one-on-one that in California. And then she tried to find it again. I mean, they had great prices. The people were so friendly. She finds out that restaurant had burned down. Hadn't been there for years. Yes. That, that have, as a matter of fact, one of the first stories that I read and, and uh, about, like, this was... I, I read it probably in the early 2000s, so 2001, 2002, that uh, a couple was traveling to Florida from somewhere up north, probably Ohio or Kentucky or something, and they're going to Florida. They've driven it a million times. Uh, they were getting hungry, and they 
they pulled off and there was this wonderful diner it was absolutely spectacular and they it was brightly lit and everyone's happy and cheery and they go in and they enjoyed themselves so much and they said we have to remember this because we want to stop here again when we're coming back home from our our trip to florida so they go to florida and they have a great time they come back and they pulled off at the same exit only what was left of course was uh an empty lot and they asked around and of course the place had burned down many many years Mm. before Mm. did you ever read brad steiger's shadow world I did not. Uh, that that's one, on you've my gotta, list. Got to read that one. That one's, It talks about cases like that, but both where people from elsewhere seem to come into our realm, and vice oh, versa. Where people go, and he, he calls them. Uh, he has a, a, a word for it: uh, interlopers. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm putting that in my notes because I have yeah, to I just read wrote it. that down too. I am at, oh. Good. Yeah, years ago he was on Art Bell, and for three hours he was just enthralling about, about talking about that book and talking about different experiences. He didn't. He died not all that long ago. A couple right? years ago, yeah. Right. Yeah. Not Shadow Land or Shadow, Shadow World. World. Shadow World. So my question yeah, is, Shadow if you eat in one of these portal diners, do the right? calories stay in no. the portal? <laughs> you can no, eat all can the eat food. Yeah, it doesn't count. Beauty, you if can you have can figure cake. out. You yep. can have as much yes. cake. So Speaking of cake. It's all on your diet. Speaking of cake. We probably should go eat our cake. Yeah. We were getting ready to eat cake. And then Doug appeared. Up. And Doug appeared. <laughs> and ghostly talk royalty. Right? Yes. I can't believe this. 100th episode and Doug just mysteriously appears. Well, like, what? We were doing this before. I'll do it again. This Tim, Steve. We got to be here. Yeah. <laughs> what are you guys talking about over there in, in, in we're having our own, secret Tim and I are having our own show. It's the yeah, Steve and Tim and Steve show. Uh, <laughs> no, I wanted to say thanks, you guys. Again, cheers. I think an hour ago. Very welcome. When we had the first ending of the show. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank you, guys. You drove long and hard to get here, and we, we can't. And now we can it. celebrate so with cake. Fun. And uh, Joe's over here in the court. Thanks for coming Joe, by, Joe. You're Joe. Here. Uh, Marty's upstairs. Todd's, Todd's here. upstairs. He, he, we had it. Well, yeah, well, you'll hear from him soon. Uh, Doug, this is a surprise from all surprises. Happy 100. We saw each other twice in one month. I'm tripping out. I know. Hard. Amazing? Tripping out hard here. <laughs> no, thank you guys, everybody. Uh, 100th episode. Uh, we're chugging along. That's all I can say. We're Happy 100. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we really appreciate all your support. Uh, yeah, and this has been Ghostly Talk. I'm Scott L. I'm Doug. I'm Amber Rose. Ghostly Talk. <laughs> <laughs>